we're going to start this episode off with a moment of silence. Trevor Scott Ivan White, my brother, from New York to Boston College to Baltimore, your impact was felt and will continue to be felt. Gone far too soon, but never forgotten. R.I.P., my brother. What's up, Bear Planners? We're back with another episode talking about the subjects that matter to you and to us. Love you guys, and we're back for another one. Yeah. Let's do it. Right. All right, so um, we're going to start off with the first topic of the day. You know, it's been stressing a lot of people out, me included. Yeah, man. We're going to go over with the subject of Roe versus, versus Wade, and let's get into it. Like, what are your thoughts on it? It's bullshit. All right, well, Cheer. that wraps up this topic. <laughs> right. Universally, everybody hates it. Yeah, I mean, universally. Yeah, that's true. Not everyone. Uh, everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Clarence Thomas, seemed to. Bruh. It, Bruh. All right. I, let's let, we'll keep it in order. So we'll reserve the, the thoughts on Clarence Thomas because that's a whole other, like, deeper, like, subtopic. But I guess if I – I guess I'll kick it off. Thoughts on it. I – Generally speaking, I think that I find the like when someone is so passionate about whatever their beliefs are such that they have to make it so that everyone else is forced to do what they believe in a little weird. I I tend to find that weird. Mm -hmm. My thought is if you are against something, in this case, abortion, you just don't do it. But I get that, like, the way they try to excuse it is they say, oh, this is about the rights of the, the fetus or the unborn baby, and so therefore we must take up this mantle. I, I don't agree with that, but I generally think that it's it's regressive, um, and it like the way Alito worded, he was like, we're giving it back to the states so that they can, um, so that they can, like, we can get rid of this division, and all this going doing is, like, creating even more division. Um, because most of society seems to be like the majority of society seems to be fine with abortion at some level, but most people want it to be like some sort of like rules, like a limit to it. Like you can't do third trimester abortions unless you know it's the health of the woman is in danger. Mm-hmm. But like first twenty weeks, you know, seems pretty rational. So I I, I think it sucks to that extent because now you got like another what ten years to like go back to that. And then, you know, you get into the deeper part of, like, how, you know, Democrats are probably, if history is any indication anyway, Democrats are probably going to lose control of Congress. You know, if Republicans get control, they'll probably go to federally codify abortions being either severely limited or illegal. So that's what I'm that afraid sucks. of, that it, it become a federal mandate that no abortions can happen. Because <clears throat> I actually heard a story the other day. Uh, I was listening to the Howard Stern show, and um, a doctor called in talking about, um, why a, an abortion needed to happen in a particular instance. So a woman was having a baby and the head was missing from the child, right? She opted to continue to have the baby. Why? I have no idea. Um, but, you know, the baby was born with no head and, oh and she, you know, it died like five minutes later or something like that. Because the woman had this baby, she... 
from then on, I think this happened like a couple years, she went into a horrible, horrible depression. Of course. Mental illness set in. And now she's living a much, uh, a much more difficult life because she decided to have this baby. Now, in this instance, it was her choice. Imagine if that was a federal mandate that she had to have this baby because of the, the Roe versus Wade being turned. So that's, that's an unfortunate reality that we are going towards. And it fucking sucks. And I, I feel horrible for all women out there. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine being, um, if, if somebody said that as a man, that, you know, I had to do something. Like this was a federal law, or like my body. You're, t- you're telling me what I can do with my body. I, I feel horrible for women, and y'all get all my all of our the, the beer uh, playing podcast. You get all of our support because it's fucking ridiculous. And I don't know when the fuck our country has started to become a dictatorship of what you can do with your own fucking body. But uh, but yeah, that. So here's my thing, right? And here's the most frustrating part about it for me personally. And again, this I understand I'm coming up with this as a guy, right? So you know I'm not. Tend like I understand that if you play from a woman, but one of the things that's frustrating to watch is I really even believe that the politicians, you know, what I'm saying, believe in what they're doing. Right. The Supreme Court mm-hmm. justices and senators and all of them included. I don't think they believe in it. I think it's just the thing that they feel from the pressure of it. And my thing is, and this is just my personal opinion. I'm like, if you believe in that to the to your core, then yo, masturbation should be illegal. Condom should be illegal because sperm is alive and you're killing a life. You know what I'm saying? How is where do you draw the line at? Well, the, you know there are saying? some there's some there are some people that that do have that belief that Plan B, even though the science doesn't support it, that Plan B is essentially an abortion, mm-hmm. um, or you know things like that. I think it's um, I think it's really tough to like start digging into that because you you, you have a lot of people saying how things should be mm-hmm. without even like giving any thought or credence to, to, to the science and what the science is. And that's says. my thing. Like back when they had the Bible and they, cause that's what they're trying to base it on. Like this wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have that research to go to know this is what but here, life starts where life ends. But here's the you know irony of that. Like, There's actually some, um, I don't know if you call it denominations in the yeah. Jewish faith that feel like it is rooted in biblical text that defines when it's okay to have an abortion and when it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a Jewish group, maybe out of Florida, that's suing um, the governor and all of them because they think that the law that they're trying, they feel that the law that they're trying to enact uh, goes against their ability to, like, freedom of, freedom of religion mm-hmm. because they, they believe that the text does suggest when it's okay to have an abortion. There's also, like, things from what I They're going to lose that case, though. Only maybe, maybe not. This Supreme Court has been very open to, if it makes it that far, has been yeah. very open to like siding on the religious freedom argument that essentially doesn't matter like what it is, but like weighing like religious freedom holds greater weight. So that might be the new strategy. I don't like that strategy. But see, I don't. But I mm-hmm. think that if that was the case, we wouldn't be where we are. You know what I'm saying? That whole reason behind it is implementing Christian beliefs. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's their foundation for it. So my thing is, if you want to consider the Judaism part of it, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't even be in a situation. You know what I'm saying? Because there are many... If you're talking about freedom of religion, you know what I'm saying? Then abortion wouldn't even be on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only reason this is a thing now is because 
they're using Christianity as that scapegoat to put this policy in place. And, right. And their version of it, too. Right. So. That's the 100%. 100%. 100%. And so, yeah, like, so where things are now, you have a, you, you have, like, essentially this stance where, all right, we're, we're going back to the beginning, mm-hmm. back to the drawing board. And, you know, when anything like this is made illegal, it creates a black market. Black markets are largely unregulated. You have risks and things like that. Um, there's a lot of other questions now that will be litigated, like can a state prevent someone from traveling to another state in order to do it? Oh. Do they have jurisdiction to prosecute someone who gets an abortion in another state? Yeah. Um, the answer, I think, is generally no, but they'll, they'll try anyway, which is how this whole thing happened anyway. Yeah. Because some states like Texas and Mississippi said, bump it. We're going to make a law knowing it's against Roe in order to get it to Roe. And I think that is the other issue I have. The case that was being decided on, Dobbs, the question wasn't about whether Roe v. Wade and, and, uh, shit, what's the other case from the 90s? But it it wasn't about whether those cases were constitutional. It was about whether the law enacted, the 15-week ban enacted in Mississippi was legal. Right. And they just took it upon themselves. It's just when once it got to the Supreme Court, the people for um, for the uh, for the Mississippi side said, "Hey, they just asked the Supreme Court to consider the constitutionality of Roe," mm. and that um, and then from there, like the that conservative like majority was like, "Okay, let's do it," and it it so like to me. It's also an overreach from that standpoint. Like, like whether you want to look at it from like a, just a social standpoint of like, should people have the right to privacy to do what they want? Or you look at it from a legal standpoint in the sense of, well, this wasn't even the question before the court. Like, they just decided to exactly. do it. Exactly. That's the frustrating part about it, too. Like, yo, nobody asked you to come up with this decision. But then when you look deep into it, look who's starting next week. Katanji. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I don't think it's coincidence that out of nowhere you pass this law. Because you know she's coming. You know mm. what I'm saying? Now, again, they still won't have the majority. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But Overwhelming majority. And, overwhelming majority of conservatives. Yeah. And, and, yeah, if you want to... And I ain't going to get too deep into the, like, the nerd part of, like, the legal side. But, like, if you're, like, Justice Roberts, his legacy... To me, his legacy is tainted. He lost control of his court. Up until... Tainted, but to who? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, to his audience, his fan base, they won't look at him as a hero. Not really. For years... Roberts was the swing vote on the court mm. and the chief justice. And so he he essentially had the voice of the court in, in, in his control. Mm. Like the the Obamacare decision, I forget what case that was, lean swung in favor of, of like maintaining Obamacare mm. because of his vote and he right. wrote that opinion. Right. Everyone thought it was done. Mm. And he like he swung his vote. Um so now that now that you have those like not just conservative judges, but you have three Trump appointed judges. Gorsuch, uh, Amy Comey Barrett, and um, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm. Like you have them added on to a Bush appointed like Sam Alito, who wrote this this mm. opinion, killing Roe. Mm. And you have uh, Clarence Thomas, which was appointed by oh. who was appointed by Bush one. Um, oh. And so now, like you have this majority that can always vote five to four, regardless of what Roberts does. And when when these like when history looks at these courts, they look at it based on the Chief Justice. So. You have the Roberts Court now. Before that was the Rehnquist Court, and on and so on and so forth. Right. And now, Alito, in in the case, in, in like in his opinion, tried to say, "Oh, this is only about abortion," but it's not. 
because the same like legal logic that you use to, to, to that they use to like justify Roe is the same legal logic that was used in, in Ferguson and what well, so so Plessy was more so saying like separate but equal was cool but like I don't know if Brown v Board used that same logic to overturn Plessy but, but it was about the it was about the reach of the court and what they had the right to say versus not yeah. say but the the case about uh, contraception uh, something in oh. Connecticut. Uh, uses that same legal logic. Um, Griswold about like the ability to like, you know, essentially love who you love and not have to worry about the state um, um, criminalizing sexual acts, right. like same sex sexual acts, or the or the right to or the right to marry uh, who you want to marry, right. um, because all of them are based on like a, a legal philosophy. And I, I know I said I wasn't going to nerd out, but no, uh, just super quick, it's, it's based on a legal philosophy. Here's your legal lesson, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Called substantive due process, and substantive due process is essentially um, so the substantive due process and like the unenumerated rights, and like it seems like to me, you know, the person who never went to law school, like the important part is like the unenumerated rights, and all the unenumerated rights are is all right in the in the Constitution and in the Bill of Rights, they spell out specific rights you have so like the right against the self-incrimination the right to bear arms the right against like, to free speech to freedom assembly religion so on and so forth unenumerated rights are rights that that the ninth amendment speaks to that are not that are retained by the people and then basically the ninth amendment was um like the anti-federalists at the time said well the problem the concern we have with the constitution is that it doesn't say everything and we're worried that people will basically say, well, because it doesn't say it, it's not a right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they said, hey, we're going to add this amendment, the Ninth Amendment, into what became the Ninth Amendment into the Bill of Rights to say, look, just because it isn't here doesn't mean it's not a right. Mm -hmm. And so what people like Clarence Thomas say is, well, there's a standard for deciding what is and isn't an unenumerated right. And abortion doesn't rise to the level. But it gets inconsistent because Alito's argument was, well, it's not an unenumerated right because they, it's some weird test about like, is it in the um, the history and traditions of the country going back to the 1700s? So, based on that look you got, Brady, <laughs> I know exactly where your brain is going because let's think about it. What else wasn't in the histories and traditions? Right. Yeah. Uh, gay marriage wasn't in the histories and traditions. Contraception. Um, or you could even begin sure. to start thinking about interracial like interracial marriage, yeah. which is which, uh, Clarence Thomas would have to they, he he would have to um, if you want to go back like that if you want to go back that way he would be in trouble as far yeah. not in love trouble it, but, but he's not going to go back loving yeah. loving be Virginia which in yep. his in, in his concurrent is in his concurrent opinion opinion he says we need to revisit all these substantive due process cases and list all of them. Except for loving the one that would potentially invalidate his own marriage. But yo, and that's the thing, man. Such like, a dick face. Yo, oh my gosh. Like, and I know certain people that love that man. You know what I'm saying? But even they have to admit, like, he's kind of wild right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and yo, it's just, oh my gosh. Like, it's just, just so many things to me that just is, is crazy with this whole scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you want to file the law to a team when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? But then when it comes to giving up Trump's tax returns, you don't want to have nothing to do with. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this dude, man, he's he's the worst, bro. Like, he just is. And he's had that reputation even before he became a Supreme Court justice. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, my thing is now, man, it's like, yo, all right, so what are we going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? And I hate to say it, but, yo, and 
I know Mad Ben would love this part, but Joe Biden's the pressure on you now, dog. You got to do something. You know it been saying? been. <laughs> True. Yeah. But, yo, the pressure's on you. It's unfair to you in this position. I hear you, but you now got to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? And you got to let your balls hang and pack the Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying? Or you got to do something because at this point, Republicans are doing what they want, when they want, and how they want. So you got to decide what type of man you're going to be at this point. That goes to, that goes to the, y'all know what we have a script and everything. I'm going to what the, script? The, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going to the next part that I have on here, and it simply says Clarence Thomas is an asshole, and uh, problem with those in Congress is revoking rights that don't apply to them, and that's exactly for sure. You know for what sure. I'm saying? That's yeah. exactly it's, it's what you two are keep going back to. It's almost like it's not almost like it's exactly like. Um, you, you're in a position of power, right? And you are, a, you are a black person. You are a black person that doesn't care for rap music. Mm-hmm. You invoke the law that there can't be any rap music played in the country because you particularly don't like rap music. That's the. That's the. That's exactly what this guy is like, in my opinion. He's, he's a guy that's dictating laws just because it doesn't apply to them. Quite frankly, he doesn't care for them. And uh, that is a direct attack on our democracy. And again, I mean, my thing is, and you're right, I don't disagree with it, but I always respect it. I always expect a Republican to be a Republican. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, yo, what are you going to do about it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, to my standpoint, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the majority of progressive moves that have been made, they've been on the opposite side of that. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, we got to figure out what we're going to do to try to stop that. And like I said, I mean, it goes back to my point of Biden. Like, yo, they showed you where they at. They showed you where That's they stand. That's true. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. stop yes. trying to be nice with these people, man. Like, yo, you got to sit back and now you got to do something. But, but the, oh, go ahead. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I think one thing I was just say, just, we're not going to go too politic out there, I guess, but I think, um, one thing that uh, I, th- you know, it's in terms of like you know trying to unite the two sides, like ain't no you know, that's 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 for Republicans generally to come together because a lot of not all but a good amount of them to, to me are just single issue voters, so they only care about certain policy, certain things, which is and it's clearly it's, the stuff is favoring ultra right, you know, not they, not fucking with abortion, you know, right. you know, they're known for that, g- guns, and um, oh, you know, what I mean, just other, but you know, that's it's a lot easier to get nightwares with the on the other side of the left, but the Democratic Party, they try to appeal to everybody. And of course, you know, we can't all come to grip with something. But they have to. I mean, you, you gotta try. To. You can't I mean, come it's, together it's, with exactly. people who think that they've lost something. You know what I'm saying? It's harder, but it's a lot. It's, that's why, you know, they always, I think, you know, cause, you know, some people on the right, they, they're, they, I think they have more single-issue voters. To do. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot easier to come together behind that. But know? I think Corey hit the nail on the head. You can try to appeal to everyone. But at some point, you you have to nut up and decide to do like to to do the thing that you promised your constituents that you would do, and that was kind of the point that I was making in our, our highly secretive you will never see group <laughs> chat uh, that that like the difference between like if like just take the issues off the table for a second. I know that's hard for some people to do, but yeah, just talk about like Democrats said 
promised that their their people we're going to do these this list of things. Republicans promised their people they're going to do this list of things. We're just talking about at the federal mm-hmm. level. Republicans seem to just know how to play the game better, or or are more <laughs> willing to play play to play the game. At least right now, they win it right now. Not even that though, bro. Like they already had the strength of numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like Republicans, they their message already established, and it's been that way. Yeah, I mean, like even when you look at from from civil rights going forward, you know what I'm saying? Like Republicans have always been the majority. You know what I'm saying? Even though the rest of the country may have felt differently, but, but the history doesn't bear office, they always felt different. But you the history history doesn't bear that out. So, in the time since Roe, um, and I, I can't find it, but in the time <laughs> in the time since Roe in 1973, what became the law of the land, Democrats, I, I think if I'm just going off of memory here, so, mm-hmm. but Democrats held the majority in 22 of those 49 last 49 years right so they held a super majority mm-hmm. in 12 of those 22 years mm-hmm. and they also had the white house simultaneously in eight of those years mm-hmm. two years under carter two years under clinton and two years under obama and obama had the not only the under obama did you did he come into office with the largest supermajority of the three he also one of his campaign promises was to codify roe and once he got into office mm-hmm. he 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 said this this is not um a political priority but a legislative what? priority right now and and so that like so to me there's no excuse and no it is because i mean again when you're talking about obama's presidency it was a lot of stuff on the table where you had to put that to the front floor for him. I me mean, to the to the back burner. But to me, because, you, you can't oh, you can't so you can't walk and chew gum. Like, and, and and I'll give no, because, I'll give yo, the decision. understand when he was in office, we had a whole recession. We had we were at war. You know what I'm saying? Like he was trying to get people Obamacare during that time. So it's not like I can sit back and put all this shit to the side and be like, all okay. right, now I'm gonna go deal with abortion. Like you had other shit on your plate, you had to take care. Of. But when Clinton came into office, you were on the heels of, of wars, with, of wars in the right. Middle East. When Carter, when Carter came into office, you had you had the oil crisis going right. on. So what? Was he in a recession? Did he had to bail out fucking companies? Yeah. Fucking so Carter. So Carter. That's all Carter, Clinton. With with Clinton. Uh, because, I'm sorry. I gotta. I will have to look back at the like economics, but. So here's the and I'll give the disclaimer. I, I've long been like an like an, essentially an Obama apologist. You would probably say. So that's <laughs> like, Obama, Obama. but but what I will say, no, I thought I thought I thought Obama was a great president given like the things, but that doesn't mean he was perfect. I'm and not so saying he was either. This was one hundred percent. And my thing is this: if you really cared about ensuring these rights, codifying it legislatively was important because it in some ways takes the legal reasoning that Alito used in this opinion to kill Roe off the table. Because the question now is about weighing federal law versus state law, and it becomes a question of how do you balance like the 10th Amendment versus the 9th and 14th Amendment. It doesn't, it, it's no longer this question of, well, is this is it this right that's in like the penumbra of the Constitution, which is the word that they've used penumbra. in some of these. Yeah, like in the atmosphere, in the, right. essence, the essence of it. I don't know what that, I got an 800 <laughs> SAT, so look, you can't even throw a word like Look, look, Siri, hey, Siri you know, told me. Hey, dropped the vocabularies on that joint too. Yeah, right, right. Y- y- y'all need to. Right, you know the zeitgeist of today. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. right. Why? The what? The Zyke? Oh, T.I. head ass. I'm done. I'm done. The anti-disestablishment. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but no, like, um, and, and that's, that's my thing. If it was, if it was really a priority, mm-hmm. at some point over the, over the last 49 years, if it was that important to Democrats, they would have used some of this political capital that they had at the time yeah. to make it law. And not only that, but 
you know, solidifying all these other things like gay marriage, which was which was solely in Obama's court because a lot of like the tenor of the country shifted as he running for a second term said, hey, you know what? I'm cool with that now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I mean, I feel you, but I feel like the biggest issue we have right now, and it's been an issue going on, is that, yo, they want to blame Democrats for not doing enough, but then they don't want to blame Republicans for the one that's fucking it up. Republicans were the ones that overturned Roe v. Wade. So why are we getting mad at Democrats like, yo, y'all should have stopped it? No, how about we fucking get mad at Republicans for doing shit that they're here's, doing? Here's Do why. something to stop that. Here's why. Because we already knew where conservatives and, and many Republicans stand on the issue. So blaming them for doing the thing that they already said that they stood for doesn't, it's a waste of, it's no, a waste of time and energy. But so to me, whenever there's an issue on mm-hmm. the table, I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, whoever, I'm looking, I'm looking to the people that say we're going to do this action to get this result. Right. Not the people that says, I... I don't stand on that, and therefore I oppose it. I, I get where they stand, and I also get where the people who want to change it stand. But what are you going to do? You're on offense. It's it's your burden to change it, not theirs. Same thing. Like if if Republicans say I want to lower taxes, if they just stood there and complained that Democrats never wanted to lower taxes and never did anything to lower taxes, that's on them. But here's my thing: you say that, but then you're not going to give them the power to do what they do. Because then what happens is people get upset and like, oh, I want to vote Republican. And I'm like, yo, you're empowering the same people that's doing shit against you. But Demo- because, but hold on, but like my thing with that is, it's like, yo, Republicans are fuck something up, and then they're like, oh yeah, well, Democrats, you should have stopped it. How? That's just like right now when all this stuff was going on, like with the NBA chick that can't come home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, Brittany, Brittany Griner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, Biden, why don't you do something? That's not Biden's obligation. How about you learn what the fuck was going on so that you can actually do something about it? Right. Or y'all sitting back. And they're pressing all these voter suppression laws. Nobody says anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then when stuff happens, they come back. Oh, Democrats, I need to do something. No. How about you stop voting for Republicans that are putting this stuff in place? That's the equivalent to me of watching somebody get punched in the face. And if, instead of addressing the person that punched the person in the face, you're going to all the bystanders like, why y'all let that happen? No. He do the fucking punch. Right. Deal but, with the person that do the fucking punch. But to that, I'll say, I'll say this. You like you a lot of and a lot of people say that just don't like just stop voting for Republicans, but it's on Democrats to prove to people right why on, they so shouldn't vote for someone or why they should vote. earn my vote. I don't really care about your party at this point in my life. Earn my vote. Here's what I care about. What you're going to do about it? Nobody. Here's the thing, though. Reality of it is, if you're not in the majority, they don't care. Why do I need your vote hey. when I got people that are going as in Iowa or wherever else going to vote for it? So then here's my uh, cool, so, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm, this yeah, is my yeah. last point with this. Because black people always want to do this shit. It irks my fucking nerves because y'all don't get what y'all want. And I'm included in this group. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But they're like, oh, well, Democrats earn my vote. Okay. You got one that wants to embolden police against you. You got one group that wants to suppress your vote. You got another vote that wants to put all these fucking guns out, these gun laws out that have no interest in you because when you get pulled over by the police with a legal gun, you're still facing the same fate. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on that you want to vote for that party versus trying to get the other party together? They ain't got that shit together yet, I admit, but why are you going to go with the party that actively oppresses you versus, or oppresses you, versus going with the party that actually want, has good intentions that can get your shit together? It's like, to me, it's it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Yo, you're going with the wrong side of this shit. Mm. I'd rather sit back and get the people that have good intentions, the power. Because guess what? When the Republicans get in power, shit is going against you. It's never going for you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people just see that power and they want to go with that side. And it's like, yo, that shit is not necessary. Black people always say, Democrats own my vote, earn my vote, own my, earn my vote. But guess what? If Democrats aren't in power, they really going against you. They really going with policies in the place that's going to fuck you up. So why not sit back and try to get the Democrats in power so they can start making shit happen at least that's going to halfway benefit you versus going against these Republicans that are actively going to hurt you? So I'll say this. This is certainly, if there's anything, one of the takeaways to this is that the, Roe, this, this decision in Dobbs that kills Roe has far-reaching implications beyond just abortion. Right. Um, and that doesn't minimize... It opens the, a floodgate. It really right. does. And, and clearly, we could talk about this for hours and hours, but... Um, I guess it's one last I thing. I feel like we have it. Oh, one last <laughs> thing. And for everybody in 2016 that was like, oh, yeah, why does it matter if I vote for Hillary or I vote for Trump? Now you got your answer. This is why it matters. Can you pick up that mic you just dropped? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any, any, I get it. Listen, I'll tell you, you like to do the part where you say, what's the takeaway from this, right? Yeah. My takeaway is flash. 410 for 2024. <laughs> I support that nomination. You know I second that nomination. Have there ever been like a, 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 a group of homies that's been like, can, you, can we be the first group of homies? Like you got the first lady and you got the, can we be the first group of homies? The first homies in the, the, in the White House. House. Oh, wow. Then he'd be like, yo, no, I'm going to war now. And I'd be like, no, fuck that. They just, <laughs> well, to okay, war. wait. I would have to be. Wait, wait, you would be the front runner? Is that no, Vinny be our vice president. Shit, nah, man. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nah, I want to be out. the I want to be the one in the background. You be the vice president. I'd be I'd be no, si- nah, I'd be. Chilling. What's that show scandal? I'd be Silas being minus <laughs> minus <laughs> minus killing people that are my yeah. friends. And Mr. Brown, you know he's good with like handling our money as far as when we travel and stuff. So gotta be true. No, right? Mr. Brown didn't want to take my hat off the mute. I'd be like, yo, they said what? Who the fuck? Yeah, that's true. I'd be like, no, 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 hear him out first. That's true. That's true. What's he talking about? Cool. Nice. I just want to end that real fast when we on that one topic. Uh, well, that's the one that I wanted to say before we go get off this too much. I just want to say, just you know, to just going back to the role be waiting a little. Just you know, they, everybody did best to just stay safe out there, especially y'all that live in those more conservative states. You know, there's all kind of stories we're seeing now with women, and you know, I just I just read something about someone have a, you know, there's, there's a couple stories where a woman had a, a top. For y'all that don't know, that's when you have a pregnancy and you're flipping phobia tubes and yeah, I mean having that baby can possibly kill you because exactly. it's almost it, a guaranteed miscarriage. And there's a story where there's a state where she a girl a woman who lives in one of those uh southern states where they're actually already, you know, flipped the switch on the abortion stuff. Then they turn they, it they, they, they won't they yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot they, of them they, had triggered. They already did it right and then they won't and they won't let her get an abortion. So she basically has to have the baby that may potentially kill her. And another fun fact, that shit is extra common among teenagers, yes. teenage women. So, yeah. right, good job, boy. Yeah. So we I mean, I think you know this is. You know, I think our next topic is probably going to go about how much further this can go beyond abortion. But you know, just just everybody stay safe out there, and you know, if you have family, friends who live in, who need access to this, you know, to this, you know, women's health care. Um, no, just do your best to support. Well, there's, there's different causes out there. I can't list them now, but you know, there's definitely causes out there. You know, I created the for well, safe space for women to get access to travel. Um, mm-hmm. So there's different stuff. There's little things out there that we can do, but just keep the, y'all just keep looking at the stuff. And keep in mind, it can only get worse. No, you're right. I'm I feel like it is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like that. Does that take us to the next point? Mm-hmm. Are we going back to the 1800s with this fucking? Backward ass thinking. Like, what? I don't wonder. I swear, I tell people all the time, 
I feel like I'm living in a very, very bad movie. Um, you know, where the guy from um, The Apprentice <laughs> was our president for the past four years. We overturned Roe v. Wade. We had a situation where kids, rest in, and please, rest in peace to all the kids that died in mm. Texas. And, and shout out to the parents who went in there and tried to fucking do something about it. And fuck the cops who just sat back, let those kids die, and arrested any parent that tried to go in and save their child. And the rumor was that the police saved their kids, but they didn't get the other kids. I, see, I didn't you even know, know that, and that's fucking like, ridiculous. But um, and, and on top of the United States has been de- dealing with a pandemic for the past two years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and on top of that, um, gun laws have been changed from 18 to 21, which essentially means you could go get yourself a drink, drive to a gun store, get a gun, and want to, and if you have the feeling to kill people, because you all know when you drink, your decisions get infinitely better. So you can go and kill somebody with an assault rifle. If I if if I was in a pitch meeting and told you all this stuff as a movie, you would throw me out the fucking room. But this is the reality of what we're living in nowadays, and that's it's scary. It's it's really. Scary. But again, it comes down to what are we going to do about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you're not going to vote the people off that are enabling this stuff, then we're going to keep having the same thing and the same thing and the same thing over and over and over again. But it's not and even it's, the same thing. It's it's getting worse and worse. And right. So, no, I feel you, but they're still, yeah, I mean, it's shooting. They so, keep having back to back, and I agree, they're getting worse. You so I'll say this. It's, even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said voting, voting alone isn't enough. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with her. Uh, to that extent and I agree with my, I don't venture onto Twitter much unless one of y'all send me like a link to something right. but you're doing that most of the time you're uh, sending because because, because because the links are coming from another group chat that I get <laughs> but, oh, so you're cheating on us <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I wish it didn't have to come out this way yeah. no, but um, in front of everybody right but um, the I, I, and I agree with that point. And one of the, th- the things that I've seen is um, it, it wasn't this was before the Roe v. Wade killing uh, decision essentially came out. But one of uh, Joe Biden's Twitter account tweeted something about voting or what have you. And the consistent like replies to from like seemingly regular people on Twitter under that was nah, fam, we already voted. Do something because essentially, essentially what you're okay. Because right now, Democrats have the White House. Democrats have both houses in Congress and by by a narrow margin. But here's the thing. What you're telling people, even if it's not the intent, what you're telling people when you say go vote some more is, hey, I know we told you in 2020, vote us in and we'll get shit done. But y'all didn't do good enough. Therefore, you need to vote more. That is not fair. Go back to the drawing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not fair because... That's that's a house. Future president. No, flash for a test. Let's not pretend like, yeah, that works in the house. Everything you said works right for the house. When it gets to the Senate, it gets shot down every single yeah. time. Yeah, I agree which is with that why, totally. Hold on, which is why we have these dumbass laws that are going on now that's not going to do anything because those are the only laws that can get passed because the public is sitting back like, all right, this bill will not slide. But what you're not going to do is take guns from this I, side and this side and this side. I, I, I got a question. I got a question. Yes, that's why they say vote some more. Though, by the it, way, isn't that what the isn't that what the senatorial whip is for? 
the point of being the whip is you get a little extra bread in, mm -hmm. your, in your salary in order to get people in line. And but Republicans they do seem to do yeah. a better job Absolutely. of it. But here's the yeah. thing, though. And they're going to keep doing it as long as you let them say yeah. that. Yeah. Until no. you remove but, them, but they're going to keep doing the same but shit. But the main blocker is Joe Manchin. He's yeah. a Democrat. That, 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 that's the one that people but, don't realize. But, I want to say real fast. Like, they're, you know, because I, I, you know, I get where a lot of the frustration with the Democrats comes from, truly. But mm -hmm. what people don't realize is that they are two specific senators who have literally mm -hmm. held back a lot of shit. Right. Trying to really mm -hmm. get done, which is, West, you know, Joe Manchin from West Virginia mm -hmm. and Kristen Sinema yeah. from Arizona. Mm -hmm. right. So they're pretty much, the, even though they're Democrats in name, you know they're right. they're the ones they're not they're not trying to vote with the more progressive side of the party. On certain, Which is why they're asking for but, more votes. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, but, yeah, because right. when, when you tell people that, like, it's, it's, it's it, it can come off kind of tone deaf. But it's like, you know, all right, so exactly. here's my thing, right? So you want change, right? Y'all want change. We all agree on that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So now how you want well, to do that? Well, I mean, I, I, I want my interest, but I, no, 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 I'm with it. But all right, so if you want gun change, how do you get that done? You have to find common ground. But that's which means you're, which means that's you're not going to get everything you but want. But we already hold on. We and already everyone, agree that when you're doing these negotiations, Democrats always come out on losing end, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So we already established that shit don't work. All right. So I, then, what's the real answer? The the real okay. So on one hand, um, so like build back better. Build back better was no, no no no. We want gun control. We're gonna get we back. Want, we gonna right. stay on gun control. Well, I'm I'm talking more broadly like uh, the legislation doesn't matter. I'm talking more broadly no, about getting I'm, getting legislation passed. When but you have thing, a, so the reason I'm saying build back better versus gun control, and I'm not trying to be an asshole about it, I promise you. The difference is they're going to defend gun control a lot more than they'll fight build back better. Yeah, yeah, for so build my back thing better. is, I, right, no, no, but I'm saying like my thing is on gun control, that's what I'm saying. Everybody, as like we just talked about before, you talk about negotiating with Republicans, they already established that's non-negotiable. So then your only exactly. other option is to get them out of office. But if you're not going to do that, then what's the other option? Or, or when you have a 50-50 split with the vice president having the controlling the, the tie-breaking vote, you need to look at those two senators and, this, and, and figure out, okay, what is it that you need to take back to your constituents for us to get this done? Right. It's a negotiation. It has to be you're a not negotiation. Going, here's the right. thing. Here's but, the thing. This isn't this isn't some kid sitting on Santa Claus's lap asking what you want for Christmas and then it mysteriously pops up under the but tree. But we already understand. This is this is this is reality. You're adults. You're adults that are paid six figures that all have literally each have millions of dollars in your campaign war chest. Like you are like this is something that you you need to put your big boy pants on, your big girl pants or your big person pants on mm -hmm. and you need to and you need to make it happen. If but Joe Manchin cuz here's the thing, if you were Joe Manchin, mm -hmm. Would you not do what he did? Joe Manchin? No, but that's in, not in the way, in the way, the, in the way Democrats have moved mm -hmm. in, in, in the Senate, they have basically Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. I'm not defending them. I'm just think like taking like mm -hmm. more of a Hobbesian approach. He's doing what benefits him and his constituents the he most is. in theory. He is right, and so if you know you are the swing vote, you that means you know you hold and you know that they can't pull any any more votes from the Republican side. That means you're in a position. You're in a, you're in a negotiate. You're in a position where you can negotiate to get more for your interest. There, I don't think that that's everyone what he's doing. everyone has a. But here's the thing. Okay, so if that's if if that's the case, senators have a six year term. At no point in the last six years or four years, when he he, he since he's been elected or reelected, 
Did you not know this? But yeah. see, most y'all realize he's a he, but y'all realize too that he is a senator from West Virginia. That's right. exactly what I was about so to say. That's what exactly what I was about so to say. So West Virginia is he has a whole other dynamic of people he has to You know, a more conservative leaning. Exactly. Area. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Even nominated it. And that's what I'm saying when it goes to that gun control stuff. He's not like which man because like you know he's not. But then, but then, but then that means there's pieces of gun control you're not going to get this time around. But and, and so you don't you don't sink the entire legislation by including stuff that you know isn't going to get passed because people in your own party aren't going to vote for. But it. here's my point though: it's like at the end of the day, wish you, like we have to identify what the end goal is. If the end goal is to actually get change, right? We already know that's why they're asking for more votes because again, yeah, you're technically labeled as a Democrat, but the area you represent is primarily Republican, primarily Republican. So we know that you can't pass that because you won't see office again. So, bet we need to get some more people that are going to vote for that. Because again, like you pointed out, yeah, we have a vice president that hasn't decided to vote. But if it makes, if it doesn't make it past the Senate, then why does it matter? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like again, the the final answer. If you're because at the end of the day, everybody wants the end goal to be changed, right? <laughs> so if we're going to do that, we have to actually get people in office that are going to suit our interests. And we have to problem. We have to prioritize gun control as doing that. Mm-hmm. If we don't prioritize gun control, I'm sorry, prioritize gun control. If we don't prioritize that, and we're saying all right, all this other stuff matters, and we're still letting these Republicans stay in office, then it's gonna keep being what it is right now. But, you know what I'm saying your other option is to say, look, this is what I want. If you're not gonna do this, then we'll remove you from office. To your point, that's what Republicans do all the time. They're really good at it. We keep like pissing and moaning 24/7 and being like, yo, look. We we want this, we want this, we want this. But then when it comes time to vote, we vote for this other person. It's like, yo, keep that same energy. If you really feel like you don't want guns on the street or you don't want these you want these mass shootings stopped, you want all these guns outlawed, then vote the people uh, vote the people in the office that are gonna actually do that. Um to your point, to both your points, um, we I mean the 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 Senate, whatever, House, whatever, is supposed to be working for the people. Right, in theory. I'm about to say we don't even do it. We don't. We're already past that point of, of stupidity where we see that it's, mm-hmm. it's all about own interests and all this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a negotiation. It's supposed to be working together. I'm sure it's respected that you're in one party. You're in one party, mm-hmm. but we're commonly for the people. We had a tragedy where eight, 18 children died. 19 children. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I think uh, two, three teachers. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have one side being like, look, let's change these laws. There's, obviously, something's out of control. This is happening. This is probably one of the worst in recent memory outside of, um, what was the one? Um, Sandy Hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have one side to be like, okay, we'll raise the gun laws. And notice how quickly that happened, by mm-hmm. the way. We'll mm-hmm. raise the age of gun laws. And now they're patting themselves on the back. Thinking they've really done something. They don't. They just had to show they did something because it's an election year. Right. They know they right. Exactly. Right. So, and, and, but that's what you're dealing with 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 these people. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, and you're right, and I'm sorry, but the biggest frustration with that is because if we're being real, that's the way it happens to me, or the way it looks to me, mm-hmm. is it's like yo, all right, this this tragedy happened, right? Mm-hmm. You got them on the side saying we need to outlaw guns, or whatever, whatever. Well, outlaw assault rifles. Right, right, right. Oh, you're right. Outlaw assault rifles. But then you have Republicans that I honestly believe feel like something needs to get done. But then you got people like, yo, but then they get a phone call like, yo, I got you elected. I gave you this money. You better stop this shit. And so that, then you got to get on in front of the camera and do this whole soggy dance about, oh, yeah, well, you know, 
uh, guns don't kill people, kill people, people kill people, and right. all these other little sayings that you know is dumb. But you have to validate it because the people that put you there are telling you what to do. To your point earlier, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like again, Democrats do have the same energy. And one of the things I think we all can agree on is that yo, Democrats need to get a lot tougher because that's the only way that it's going to get done. I Until think that's up, yeah. I just don't get done. I just think they need. But to people got to support them too, though. You have to support them. I just think they need to do the stuff that they said they was going to do. They. Um, like Democrats said that they were going to, they, they, there was talk about adding um, members to the Supreme Court, whether you agree with that or not. There was talk about a lot of different, like very progressive things during campaign season. And at the end of the day, over the last year and a half, what they've chosen is to maintain the status quo by not undoing the filibuster. Like they, they chose to Can work I within the rules. Can I just say one rules? other thing too? I'm sorry, it's my last yeah. part. I'm, I'm so sorry about that. But to that filibuster point, I need people that keep telling them to get rid of the filibuster to shut up because <laughs> it's all good when you have the majority. But like everybody keeps projecting, Dems are going to lose because it's midterm. So if we get rid of the filibuster, we have nothing to stop it. But that's fear-based governance. It's and not, here's, though. Here's, why. Said, here's why. Day one, you walk in. They say, fuck this filibuster. We're going to cancel it. And then they do the things. They get things passed by 51 50 majority vote or 50 50 majority vote with the with Kamala Harris as the VP like having the tie-breaking vote and they get all these things done well now in 20 in what is this July of 2022 you go into the um, you go in, you go into the election season with a whole host of wins saying here's what we've done in this short period of time you give us you give us not only your vote of confidence but maybe a, a couple extra seats we're going to get even more here's done. Like, and problem. maybe maybe you, history still follows itself and they lose control of the house, but you know what hap- you know, you know one of the other things that Republicans tended to do during lame duck sections sessions is stuff like, "Oh, eh, I think we're going to go ahead and put this filibuster back in place." Mm-hmm. But you yeah. know why that doesn't you know why that's not a bad idea? Because when Republicans Democrats do do something right, they never get credit for it. So I can sit That's back true. and say, yo, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to give money for that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It never gets publicized. And all you keep hearing, like, prime example. So now but, we're supposed to feel sorry for them no, because no, they, no. They're, they're bad at PR? No, it's a strategy. <laughs> no, it's just to your point earlier when you're talking about getting rid of the filibuster and maybe history following with itself and have, maybe history doesn't. But the reality of it is when they do do something right, they're not going to get credit for it. So all those wins you're talking about are still going to get downplayed, still get put out of, you know what I mean, played out of pocket. So when it comes time to vote, people assume that, oh, because prime example, hold on, prime example that went by everything when he first got in office and he was doing something, his approval ratings first started falling. They were doing polls and they were like, what is he actually doing wrong? Nobody had an answer. Not, not one. Everything was, I just don't feel comfortable. I just don't feel confident. The same dumb stuff they went with Hillary and they were like, well, yeah, but Bill, but emails, but right. Benghazi. And if you ask these people, half of them couldn't explain what it was. So but two, two they points. still voted for Republican that same way and we ended up where we ended up. Just going off what he's saying, like, I, I've never even thought about that Democrat thing. That is mm-hmm. so, he got out a vaccine to a, 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 a virus that's been killing people for the past year and a half. And, and he gave first- cities money for it. Like, I'm sorry, he gave cities money to start doing stuff in terms of their infrastructure and everything else, but they don't get credit for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the, always spun around every single time. And the first thing people are talking about, I'm not getting a vaccine because I don't want a microchip in me. I heard that it kills people. It, it, it's it's really... It, I bet you if you asked what their affiliation was, you would get a certain answer. All right, so yeah. two points to this. One. I'm sorry, man. No, 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 you're great. One. You're president. 
one, the the credit thing, the credit thing to me is an excuse. Mm. And here's why. Uh, I know what Larry Hogan has done in Maryland or hasn't mm-hmm. done because I hear about it. I know what uh, Barack Obama did and didn't do because I heard about it. Mm-hmm. So if you have a PR problem, that's a you problem. You need to you need to get that message out there. And that, that actually segues perfectly into the second point, which is that it's an inconsistent argument because you're telling the same people that you're worried is, is going to vote for the wrong reasons to vote more, but just vote for the right, person. Right, right. Hope that like, they vote. So. You, you, like, you can't expect someone to make an informed decision, but then also at the same time say that they're incapable of making said informed decision and, and, and then lament about the fact that they won't they won't know that you that you deserve credit for this. It's your responsibility as the elect- Nothing about being president is fair. But like, you know what? You, you, first of all, not only did you sign up for this unfair job, you raised tens of millions and sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars in order to convince everyone to let you have this job. It, that is a you problem. So and that doesn't matter if it was... So hold Trump to that same standard when he was in office? Because he I did would exactly say that, what he wanted I would, to do and I would, nobody gave him a hard time about it. I would it. say that the election process has bored out that he was held to that same standard. Yep. He, he was, oh, he was, but he just he, didn't care. He, he, he did not leave office because he wanted to. As a matter of fact, that motherfucker's still complaining about how the election was allegedly rigged, even though... And guess what people still believe it. And guess what we got? We got a Capitol riot, and we got people that weren't locked up for it, and he's getting to run office for the second term. You know what I'm saying? But am I... Did he get held accountable for it? But am I mistaken that 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 very commission that you're talking about for investigating the riot is the... Are, is being run by a democratically controlled Congress. So is it his fault that he's not being held accountable? Because that same commission right. is right. the same commission that says that we're, that that it's unlikely or that we're not going to recommend criminal charges to the Department of Justice. But again, this is, you, right, this, but, is uh, this is the same subcommittee that's control that that's under the cur- Congress that's currently controlled by the Democrats. Hold on. But that's but to your same point, a we don't know if he's going to get put on charges yet. But also, again, when it comes down to the people that ask you want to hear that case in trial, again, it's going to be primarily who? Republican. And who voted for him? We did. So at the end of the day, yo, it sounds good, but we keep people in, we keep putting people in the office that don't have our best interests at heart. So then it's easy to blame them for stuff going wrong, but then the people that are actually doing it, we seem to just let that slide. It's like, yo, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Deal with the people that are actually doing it wrong, and then we'll go from there. And like we, the point that you kept bringing up, yeah, it keeps coming down to these slim votes, which is why they're asking for votes. And it does make sense that doesn't, they don't get rid of the filibuster because guess what? At the end of the day, if we don't win as a Democratic Party, then we can still fight it. But guess what? We get rid of the filibuster for two months of power, and then when they get office, we have nothing back to fight it. So it makes complete sense not to get rid of the filibuster because like we keep projecting over and over, and like every analyst keeps telling you, yo, Republicans may win in this midterm. So it's like, we need something to fight it if that happens. And if Republicans win, what stops them from getting rid of the filibuster? Exactly. The main that's the thing. Then so, we can fight it. <laughs> there you go. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. No, no, here's the thing. You're right. But if they really thought that they did it already, because they already had the House to send it back when Trump was in office, right or wrong? All right. So what's the, what's the takeaway from this whole conversation? Takeaway is pay attention to politics. Stop listening to just to your best friend or your uncle or your daddy's daddy or whoever like yo find the information out for yourself see what's going on and then we'll go from there I'm and then make an informed decision if you go still decide to go whatever party then I'm okay with that but at least make an informed decision yeah. I'm gonna taint the pool and say make people earn your vote yeah but yeah. that's how we got Trump the first time just saying 
He didn't earn anything. Exactly. He lost. Right. They kept telling Hillary to earn her vote. About three million votes. No, you're right. They kept telling Hillary to earn her vote. They kept telling Hillary to earn our vote. She did earn our vote. She did. She earned. She won the popular vote. And where'd she end up? But she didn't. And where'd she end up? She didn't win the electoral. Exactly. And what happened? But here's the thing. what happened? So she got partial credit. She won the popular vote, but she didn't play the right game. Right. That's the same. Exactly. But that's the same criticism that people have for Bernie Sanders in the Democrats. Exactly. So, so the point on, so the consensus is people that are earning these votes don't get the spots that they need. No, what I mean. So it's like it's easy to sit back and say, "Yo, earn my vote," but then when you get there, you ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got no power. I, I think Hillary would have been the better pick, but she she fell short. That's that's a That's what I'm saying. That's like, a her and a her campaign problem. But it's easy to say earn my vote, but then when it comes to stuff getting actually done, the policies getting done, we need a different strategy. But here's the thing: you want something that that I have, and while I want something that like I'd like for you to give me something, but it's for, you. It's one person. You're not the majority. You don't matter by yourself. Right. You need so, to collect them. So tell so me again why I should vote for you. you. Right. And guess what? At the end of the day, you don't get what you want. I don't get what I want, and we both still getting screwed over. I mean, so what's your option? Ooh. To to. To know like where like what the, the to say tenor- I, I was stepping I heard my point so now I'm no. still getting screwed over so like say I just held my vote no to me it's if if I'm acting in my own self interest then I need to know what the lay of the land is and I need to move in a way that that's most beneficial to me so if Republicans win and they have control and they legislate certain things like tax breaks and things like that that don't benefit me today then I need to, it's my responsibility while it may not be fair to look at that shit and try to figure out how I can use it to my advantage it's all the cool to stop the first come back. And then you could be having that text breaks and you're still getting locked up. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds good on paper. I got to say, this is is how you know that you really have true friends and brothers here. Because you guys have (laughs) so many different opinions. And I love the passion of the argument. But it's not even an argument. It's a debate. And y'all still look at each other like men. You know what I'm saying, and, 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 and we'll be, we'll still be brothers after this. No, for sure. If anything, and that's what, and that's what people really need to start doing. We can all have different opinions. We talk about different stuff all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? We have opposing opinions on stuff, and, but we're always family at the end of the day. And I really wish that that would be injected more into our society, right? Where we can have different, and y'all, and y'all talk with intensity and talk with passion. And you talk with love, too, because y'all obviously love this country. That's why you fucking have an opinion about it. But I, I just wanted to point out that I love that passion. I love that I love that energy. And I feel like you can have that same conversation. I feel like we have had that same conversation about, y'all know how I feel about Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> like, we had that same, like, 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 and I love it. I, and I, I wish that, you know, everybody could see that, that this is, an example of what America is. You have brothers, you have friends, have opposing opinions on certain things, not all, not everything, but like, you know, and you still can look at each other like men and we'll still be friends after this. And just to add that, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yo, yeah, I'm gonna find somebody at Vanny all day, but I know he wants what's best for people the same way I do. You know what I'm saying? I know his intentions is always good. You know what I'm saying? It's my man. But like you said, you can disagree on how you get there, but when you know somebody has the same intentions, it makes stuff a lot easier. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great takeaway. Like, it, it's great to have debate and conversation because honestly, talking to people that may not feel exactly the same way as you do helps you to uh, evolve your 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 thought process and your mindset on things. Yeah. And sometimes you'll learn things that maybe you didn't agree with initially. Sure. You thought you didn't, but makes a lot of sense. You know, 
um, after having a conversation with someone who actually knows what's going on. And Flash always brings, you know, like facts and stats and all of that to the table. And I think that's super helpful because it's not just passion and like uninformed opinions. Right. Um, so. And that's so, why he'll be our next president. <laughs> uh, you gotta go against the, uh, don't you gotta go against the rock? <laughs> I know, right? Right. right. All right. I, I, love, I love you, man, but, you know. Still cage matched out. You didn't make Hobbs and Shaw, so I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you know, if we're listening uh, to us today's topic is a little bit more on the serious side, um, just because we got some real shit going on in this country currently, obviously. Um, so, you know, we definitely want to make, shine a light on that. Um, you know, I'm here with my friends here. You know, we had a spirited debate, clearly. Um, amongst We the, did? <laughs> it was a spirited debate. A, 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 a spirited debate, but like one of us was saying earlier, this is something we need to do in general a lot more. So, you know, you need. I think the one thing that will get this country back together, well, not back together, but what would, uh, what would better the country is just people having more conversations, more uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. Um, Say it. You know, the more uncomfortable conversations with people, you know, on issues you don't particularly agree with, um, you know, and just like you know, we need. Oh, I think I think if nothing else, this year particularly, and even with the pandemic and everything still going on, there's a whole lot of other stuff that we didn't touch on that's also concerning. Because um, I just read something about um, one one thing for me. I would say is just real quick. You know, climate change is the one thing that's kind of been kind of put on, keep, keeps been put on the back burner. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something we gotta realize. Like, do are we even gonna have a country in a hundred years from now? You know, it's Earth yeah. here. Be Mad Max. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's a lot of things. By you know, I've, I've never seen that. <laughs> the new one was good. The Tom Hardy. No, no, I like that one. But, but you know, but you know, I, you know, we, we are been going for an hour too long here. So all I'll say is like, you know, just closing things out. Just saying, look, you know, thanks. We appreciate y'all for listening, and I hope that you know all of y'all who listen, um, who listen to us with nothing else, you think of, you know, just try to pay attention to just, you know. Um, I know we don't all like to look at the news, and you know we all don't like necessarily check social media trends, um, and even from and, and it can get depressing uh, at times to do that stuff. But it's necessary these days, you know, especially because again we're dealing with some serious shit here, and you know, potentially really dark times possibly. So you know, just you know, stay informed, keep having conversations with your friends, your family, um, not just not just about the fun shit, but you know, you got this. We all we all need to really pay attention to like serious shit every now and then. I think that's what we're lacking. You know, sometimes I think we don't really pay attention enough and we get ourselves in these issues we're at now because it's like you don't pay attention to it until shit gets really bad. And I feel like that's where we are now. Sure. Yep. On that note. Bye everybody. Peace. Peace. Peace.